Wow, welcome to Grim After Dark. What an amazing, beautifully edited and produced intro that we have for a very special episode this week. Uh, this week on Grim After Dark, all the format out the window. State of play? No. Uh, run the net? No, not even an eBay price is right this week. Because this week, um, for our third annual Christmas episode, we bring on Peter the Falcon, um, our favorite Falcon, to discuss his favorite holiday movies. Um, and this year, not only did we make him watch Die Hard 2, Dickie's going to force him to play Whose Grunt Is It Anyway, which is yeah. coming back as a special Christmas treat. Um, again, if you enjoy what you see or what you listen to, yeah, screw it is for Christmas. Buy, buy a loved one a present if you enjoy this. Uh, anyway, before we go on, let's meet the team who make this all possible every week. First up, he's the co-host for the Comos. He's our competitive 40K champion all the way from Moscow, Idaho. It's Danny McDevitt. And he's the beautiful face of everything square-based, a fantasy enthusiast and a casual 40K enjoyer. It's Val Haffelfinger. <laughs> We're all afraid to talk. He's a man <laughs> behind the curtain. He puts so the couch in right Canada. Now. It soups our producer, Tag Priest Diggy. And he's the original inspiration for the Votan's ancestor cores, the man who can show his disappointment in you with a single shrug. It is, of course... Yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Peter the Falcon. Uh, I do want to. Uh, <laughs> hey! Uh, and no. he did. Uh, and I want to thank uh, Nick Horton for sending us that clip on YouTube of the uh, TV edit of Die Hard 2, which replaces the motherfucker with Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon, that's right. Mr. Falcon. That's incredible. You is that where you got the nickname from, Pete? Was that? Is that where you got the nickname from? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Peter, from where the... did you get your nickname? This is this is a nice Christmas treat for those who don't know you. I mean, I've told this story a lot, but okay. But you have. I, um, I got the nickname uh, in a bar in downtown Dieppe, and not in France, the one near Moncton, um, at like, I don't know. One in the morning, my friends and I, after playing hours and hours of Warhammer Fantasy Battle, decided to get into an argument about if you could give yourself your own nickname. I said you could, as long as you were willing to put effort in. And I changed my name on Facebook to Peter Falcon Colosimo. Never said anything about why. Mm -hmm. And then eight years later, Pablo Martinez thought my name was actually Falcon. And it's uh, <laughs> sweet Pablo. So it just, it just okay. like the long game. It also helped that Facebook would not let me change my name back. No, no. Mark Zuckerberg, real serious about nicknames. He's it's gone, pretty, it's pretty much just legal now. Yeah. Uh, um, to be uh, fair, the, the, the two people that host the show most of the time, John and Danny, also legitimately thought my middle name was Falcon. I remember on Mob Rules hearing uh, the question of if it was pronounced Falcone. Um, yeah. Definitely said that dead seriousness. Dead seriousness. <laughs> that show was a very serious show. It was. Uh, yeah. It was of all the shows that I've listened to for 40k, yeah. it's the one where I got uh the most intimate knowledge of the game um and life in general. Yeah, yeah. I have a clip from that show as well. Oh really? No, I just have the soundboard. I just oh, wanted okay. to go back <laughs> okay. and realize. You had okay. me for a second. I was like, what, what are we going to watch, man? That's too much. That's too much. Probably, I don't know. The, the shit's on the channel already. You can watch it out. But we brought you here not to talk about uh, 
uh, your your amazing 40k stats or your work with Goonhammer or your excitement for Old World. In fact, no one here wants to talk about Old World at all right now. What? So that's why we're that's super excited. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, this week is no comment of the week and is definitely not brought to you by our friends at Frontline Gaming. They're open 24-7 at FrontlineGaming.org. Uh, all of your Games Workshop product is available at 15% off or better yet, buy it through their secondhand store. Um, but there's no comment of the week for them to sponsor. So ignore Some that. Some friends they are. Are they even our friends? Are they even our friends? Some Wait, commenters they are. Yeah, let's talk to our business manager about that. Hey, Val, did you not allowed to talk about the only person that I would say is like my friend there because of the cease and desist? Don That's Johnson. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Meth monster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to uh, send Seth a little like preview video today and be like, are you legally allowed to do this at LVO? And he was like, yeah, probably, which is always a good sign. Yes. Was it him powerbombing an eagle? Because I know he's done that in real life. <laughs> that's literally his job he's yeah. known for his eagle fighting abilities actually yeah. he's yeah. he's it's been well documented he's taken several talons to the face uh, yeah. and lived to tell the tale and you wouldn't even know it yeah he it's is because of the cloaca inspections he has yeah, to do it's that. true it's the mastication <laughs> he's a master of the cloacal kiss yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes so die hard too mm. um okay is actually a christmas movie um these are clips <laughs> i took from the film um very very appropriate here um but yeah. yeah two years after the event of die hard one uh the surprise success uh it's uh, john mcclain going to dulles international airport in order to pick up his really shitty wife why is she a shitty wife she keeps getting him in these situations val they just have a very poor relationship that is not based on communication. No. no. Well, I mean, that might be true, but I'm not. I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I'm probably going to blame the meathead cop. What? This was all caused by the guy who towed his mother-in-law's car at the start of the movie? <laughs> Are you saying, like, in a sliding doors moment, if the airport police no. didn't tow no, John's mother-in-law's car I'm saying? saying, I'm saying, if there's someone who's a bad communicator and potentially, you know, like... Uh, suffered a lot of head trauma and therefore perhaps prone to acts of violence. It's probably John McClane here, guys. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's true. It's not Holly. Okay. That's fair. But to Adam, be fair. Adam with, yeah, I agree. I feel, well, nope. you know, it takes, it takes two. It takes two. There are no police records. Look, she's abuse. not blameless in this, Val. No. You can't like be over true. here thinking she's some kind of saint. Look, you know? just basically, her problem is anytime she goes above the second story of anything. So yeah. she's mm-hmm. she's up up she in the air. Uh, she's on a plane. She has vertigo, like, and it's oh. undiagnosed. She refuses to have it diagnosed. I think that's the big problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? That would drive a wedge in my marriage too. If my wife yeah. refused to get diagnosed for for that for uh, vertigo, yeah, that'd be tough. Chat coming in strong right now, uh, saying, "How much did that opening run, you guys? Five Canadian dollars." Mm-hmm. And I would say it ran me a wife and child being sick for a day, me being bored. Ah, uh, no. well, they did remarry, and it was a mistake. Uh, as yeah, we find out in all of the other diehards, when she is contractually not obligated to appear, uh, their yeah. marriage goes through just the ringer. Yeah, um, Falcon people are say like guessing if you're drinking a Gatorade or crushing a forty. Um, I'm assuming it's Gatorade, but but if you want to tell the tell the tell the folks, me, yeah, what are you crushing? <laughs> Um, it's a, it's like a flaming mo, 
So I was like I was a, not exactly a flaming mo. Are you, well, how are you drinking? Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you drinking scissor? <laughs> yeah. So I was I was told um are you I was a rapper? The show, like two weeks ago. And oh. I said, okay, but you have to keep reminding me. And Dickie did a very good job of reminding me like every couple of days, mm-hmm. uh, and including this morning. Um, and then I came down with a really bad fever. And so hmm. I drank a whole bunch of cough syrup and then remembered I was supposed to do the show. Right. Um, so then I popped a couple of day quills and then. Got to even um, yourself out. Even myself out. And <laughs> um, and now I'm back with cough syrup and grape uh, Gatorade Zero. Because uh, nice. if anything's going to kill me of the things I just listed, it's going to be sugar. Yeah, and no if. Uh... Uh, and then when you're uh, ready to go to bed, just uh, pop a couple quaaludes, and uh, it's like the '80s all over again. That's basically the '80s. I'm I'm basically Brad Chester's uh, side table at night. All right, let's talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> I don't like you saying that right after he mentions Chester, Danny. But go on. Yeah. So yeah, speaking of Chester, let's talk about the naked yoga scene. <laughs> well, I mean that's right off the hop. So that's that hard off to avoid. The hop. It is not yoga. It's a tai chi, tai chi. Uh, oh, that sorry, he does there. Um, I will say during my research for this episode, the William Sadler, the actor who played that guy, was not aware uh, that he would be naked during that scene until wardrobe oh. fittings. Which, uh, when he asked, well, what am I wearing during this? And they're like, nothing. They're like, <laughs> And he asked for it to be filmed near the end of the shoot so he could work out. Mm. Well, he's, he's ripped. He's ripped for that. Maybe. My my memory might be a little off, but like he may not be ripped by modern standards. But I remember him just being shredded. No, he's, no, he's jacked. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about it during the movie, and we we actually just to tell everyone we had a we had a viewing of this on our Patreon. Um, yeah, really fun. Wa- uh, I would I would more legally describe it as a watch along. Yeah, watch-along. sorry, it was the watch along. You're right. My, my mistake. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it was uh. It was it was really good fun. We talked a lot about what he was wearing, and that Dicky mentioned his cheekbones are just yeah. like oh. razors. Yeah, yeah cheekbones. Like his whole face is just chiseled. Just it's just out, it's from yeah. granite. Yeah, it's from it's from dehydration, guys. That too. <laughs> like that's how that that's how that works. It's yeah. he just dehydrated himself to look. It like looked great, but he was dying in that crazy. scene. He also said in an interview that he originally went into audition for the part of the police officer who arrests his character at the end, um, but asked what was going on with the lead. And he was told that they want a star for that role. Um, right. They were looking for either John Malkovich or Christopher Walken. Close enough. Both would have been good picks. <laughs> oh man. Can you Big imagine picks. how much better that movie would be with either of those? <laughs> Chris, like, like, I guess it's a little, it's a little later than deer hunter, Chris Walken, but it's, it's, it's still like that's pre it's pre Batman to Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like that is that's a very interesting niche Walken. I'd be really curious to know what he would have been like. Or like a John Malkovich naked Tai Chi scene. Um, I think would just be. Didn't he do that in red anyway? His demand would be to film it first and facing the camera. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He'd want full frontal. Yeah. <laughs> You won't get the same impact unless you can see his dangly bits. Or maybe they like they they offered it to him. He's like, "I'll do it as long as I get full frontal tai chi uh, oiled up scene in a motel." And they and wrote everything. Like, no. They scouted all locations. They had it, and then he pulled out at the last. That's minute. right. And then they right. had to hire the guy. Was like, okay, we got to do all the shit now. They call that pulling a Malkovich. It's very common in the industry. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. 
It's when you demand a naked Tai Chi scene in your writer, uh, and then you pull out unexpectedly at the last minute. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. That's beautiful. (laughs) I love radio, uh, the edits of those things. That was... um, surprised me uh was that they would always like censor the swear words uh but mercilessly shooting a man in the face a-okay i i I don't know who i guess it's probably just like a hollywood this would be a great to have hollywood reporter nick horton and executive producer nick horton comments on but it must have been just like someone somewhere in an editing bay being like let's just make these hilarious because like my favorite is uh my favorite one I think ever is uh, is the Big Lebowski on the on the edit there because Big Lebowski had the most f words out of any film ever at its time, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a excellent scene in which uh, Walter Sobchak yells, "This is what you get uh, when you fuck a stranger in the ass," and mm-hmm. um, and I think it got edited to, "This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps." And I just <laughs> <said this. laughs> there's an certain implication there though, though. Oh. And if it wasn't for the implication, ah. Good stuff. Um, original director, uh, John McTiernan, who made the original Die Hard, had to drop out of Die Hard 2 to make a different film, uh, which is why. <laughs> we, which is why. out to do that. He didn't just. And what, and what was the film? The Hunt for Red October. Oh! oh. It, was oh far, it was a far better. Nailed it. He made the right choice. Yeah. Which is a far better. Um, and then the, the majority, I just, I found a bunch of Die Hard 2 facts to kind of, uh, like I've seen after the three of these years of these going along, these these excite you guys. Um, the majority of Die Hard 2's budget came from product placement. Hmm. Like Pepsi-Cola? Pepsi-Cola? Uh, Black and Decker paid to have their new cordless drill used in the film by Bruce Willis himself. Huh. Did he kill a guy with it? Uh, no, they cut it out of a theatrical version, and Black and Decker <laughs> sued the producers. Oh, damn! Wow. Yeah. Maybe the yeah. icicle scene was, in fact, like just a Black and Decker power drill the first time, and they're like, yeah, "I don't know if this works." That was as well. animated over, kind of like the, <laughs> yeah. the lightning and the taser. The old woman has. It's actually every time he shoots his gun, it's actually just him using the drill, and they. <laughs> it just didn't make sense yeah, if you slow it down it actually says black and decker it's just distorted yeah he's just like yippee motherfucker but, <laughs> i think you missed the opportunity for yippee black and decker yeah. okay. <laughs> God, we i have been that? one-upped uh we've been doing these focus groups but we think the product placement might be a little on the nose on this one guys we might have to dial it back just a little bit <laughs> Oh, so beautiful. I want to talk about uh, a couple of scenes that came up the, earlier in the start of the movie. The first, of course, Naked Tai Chi we've covered. Um, Danny, the other one I kind of want to bring up is synchronized hotel room leaving. What? Synchronized <laughs> hotel room leaving. So good. No. No? So when you have uh, the, the bad guy, I forget his name, so I was going to say William Sadler, leaving his hotel room and his crew... Uh, exit their hotel rooms and join him in formation but at the same time like synchronously oh, leaving the yeah, different I rooms about the choreographed exit. The choreographed yeah yeah okay so how many times do you think sadler made his crew do that uh before he let them get on the elevator because like one guy kept fucking up the timing three seven Perfect. That's what I was going to go. I with mean, too. this was a this is a fine this is a finely tuned uh, paramilitary operation, John. I mean, these guys were training in a warehouse yeah. for and probably no three to six months. Traffic control. 
And yeah, we're not even there yet, but we have a lot of really good questions about that. And it yeah, somehow up. worked. Like, clearly the first thing they did before coordinating the church takedown or any of the other uh, elements that were really essential to this was rehearsing the exit from the hotel room. That was probably week one uh, in, mm -hmm. in, in the gangster playbook. Probably, yeah. Uh, of those people leaving the hotel room, a lot of famous faces. Uh, you have the T-1000 is one of uh, the yeah, bad guys. Is. Yeah, uh, John Leguizamo is one of the bad guys. Uh, a little Luigi from the Mario movie himself. Not known for is that what we is that what we remember yes, John Leguizamo for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's done anything else. No, has he? Uh, he was in John Wick. He was oh yeah, that. that's right. That's the only two things he's done. I that's feel good. like he was the voice of an animated dog at some point. Don't believe you. Wasn't he Sid the Sloth from the Ice Age movies? Yes, there, that's sure. what. I Feel like that's not true either. No, that's uh, feel like. No, yes, he's definitely one of the. He's one of the so age. age uh, no, he's the weird mole thing. He's the. Is that? Oh, it's, oh, that's a sloth. Yes. <laughs> he had he had a Netflix special about Mexico, and that's about it. Oh, Romeo plus Juliet. Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julia Newmar. The, uh, oh, yeah. Two Wong Fu was the other one I was going to say. Two Wong Fu was good. Yeah. They did um, decide to cut his role almost completely out. Uh, which Leguizamo thinks is because of his height compared to his co-stars. He's a yeah, gigantic five, yeah, five seven. Um, <laughs> which would have probably made him tower over Bruce Willis. Compact yeah. man. Uh, so they gave all of his dialogue to every uh, other uh, squad member, apart from one line, which they had dubbed over by a different actor. <laughs> oh, but, so he really wasn't in the movie. So he really he was not in the movie whatsoever. It's fantastic. Hey, uh, let's talk airport security. Uh, there's an old lady on a plane with a taser. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is before 9-11. Shit like that happened. You do whatever. You probably sold it on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Sky Mall taser. And <laughs> like, there are way bigger problems than airport security in this movie But when it comes to how airplanes work. But like, yeah. Like way literally, problems? this is an era where the lock on the bathroom door was stronger than the one on the cockpit. Like, this is... Yeah. It's yeah. very, you know. They probably did keep it unlocked. That is true. Like 100%. Yeah. But Pete, uh, I have to ask you, kind of, you mentioned the air traffic controlling a little bit here. So yeah. just along the lines of that, if an unprecedented freak winter storm strikes without warning encasing all runways and sheets of ice and reducing visibility to zero, you have multiple flights holding with dwindling fuel while others declare emergencies due to icing. How yep. would you talk them through that unprecedented crisis? You wouldn't. You wouldn't have to. Just, just a lot Why? of time. <laughs> because air traffic control doesn't work that way. So there's levels to air traffic control, right? Even in the, uh -huh. in the United States and in Canada, we have air traffic uh -huh. control centers, which are called um, uh, ATRCCs in the U.S. Nerd towers. Um, <laughs> well, and then they have towers, right? Yeah, okay. And there's, there's levels even within that. Wow. Um, you so, mean they're not just like ranch-style towers? <laughs> no, exactly. So as soon as... Talking hey, minimum split-level towers here. Like Visibility zero, cav okay. Like it's not cav okay. You got a visibility of zero, RVRs of zero. Um, the fact that communication went down for like 20 minutes at one point, at the maybe tops five minute mark, all of those planes would have gone to a different airport without talking to it. Like they would have just gone, contacted New York Center or well, hold on a second here. Minneapolis Peter, they're in, they're over Washington, D.C. Yeah. Okay, where yeah. are they gonna go? Okay. Come on. There's, actually, just gonna... there's, uh, there's an airport 27 miles from the one in question. 
But that's where the bad guys B team has taken over, just in case people get redirected. So they all, took all over a church near that airport have, as well. Uh, at least one backup, if not two uh, backup mm-hmm. airports, they just automatically go to in case of any kind of like communications. And like, let's say the bad guys did shut down comms to um, uh, I, Virginia uh, ATRCC, they would have just gone to New York and been I mean, like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on?" Just, or they would have gone on emergency, and everything would have been fixed. I just wanted to say that, like, I do just say something here. Uh, like, Pete has irrevocably ruined a lot of things for me, <laughs> but the fact that they could have just flown away to a different place just completely destroys this movie. And it's not even just that they could. They 100% would have. They would not, like, as soon as comms went down. There's like a hundred of them up there. Why did not one of them was like, why don't we, hey, they could see it. They could see another airport from where they are, I guess not. Literally 27 miles away. Now, just to say, I want to just not to to kind of try and kind of poke holes in your argument, Pete, but were you an aircraft controller in 1990? I wasn't. No, sorry. So can you like actually say that the rules haven't significantly changed in the past 33 years? I can actually. Part of my training is to learn like uh, airport rules uh, going back. Absolutely. Like 40, 50 years. Like literally though, like as grown adults, (laughs) raise your hand if it ever occurred to you that in the many times you've watched this film, that it ever occurred to you that these guys could have just landed somewhere else. It's a big deal. Yeah, it never, it never occurred. I never, to me. I, I didn't think of that. I don't know why. I <laughs> why did this never occur to me? Yesterday, it's like a quarter of the way to another. Like, so let's say a plane has to fly 500 miles, they have to have at least like 625 miles worth of fuel type thing, like or more, um, depending on the size of the aircraft. So, like, they could have gone all sorts of places without any issue, like. Mm-hmm. Just it just speaks to the the spell, uh, the magical spell that this movie uh, casts upon its audience. It's true. And when you suspend all when this belief, the ILS, uh, suspend all belief in other airport potentials. Like when that plane crashes because the ILS, that's very unlikely. Like uh, I'll suspend disbelief because it is potentially possible, but the way they did it, it isn't. But. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe O'Brien would do that to his plane. We're also it's way. Good. We're also way. We just went, jumped way ahead in the movie. But oh, I apologize. Oh, sorry. We're, uh, we're yeah. doing this chronologically. I didn't know we were doing this. Like, well, I assume most people that like I'm going to assume most people never saw Die Hard Two, Die Harder. Oh, I, I assumed I, everyone was watching it while we were talking about it. Yeah. And not, and, <laughs> for the past two years, I've tried to do it chronologically or tried to have a structure to it, and this year I just gave up. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm just kind of taking things <laughs> as it comes. In which case, like many other things in John's life, he's just yeah. given up. <laughs> giving up. In which case, I'd like to interject with a, a favorite stoned game that I used to play with my my roommates in university, which was taking uh, diehard uh, titles and later on all other film titles and just replacing uh, uh, die with poo. So it becomes poo hard. Uh, also, mm-hmm. poo hard two, poo harder. Poo Hard 3, Poo Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> Live, Live 3 or Poo Hard. Uh, you can then apply this to pretty much every, any film and just laugh for probably four hours. It's great, guys. You can try it at home. Poo you Wars. know, guys, you know, they a say that all men are created equal. But if you look at me and you look at Val, you can see that that statement just isn't true. <laughs> Normally, no, you can you bring a guy on of having a good interview but you know i'm a freak and i'm not normal Mm-mm. so you know you've got at least a 25 percent chance of having it i can interview. see you reading that you piece of shit 
Scott Steiner math promo guy. 144 uh, point in a uh, 0.66% chance of having a good interview. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, the end. Yeah. Uh, how we feel? So in one of the earliest action uh, films, Bruce Willis um, sees some things that are suspicious and yes, stereotypes a character and follows him, uh, I'm assuming because of race, yeah. uh, into the baggage handling. Um, mm-hmm. How do we feel about Bruce Willis using a machine that is delicate enough to sort very large bags, um, but will crush a man's skull? Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I'm going to say in these days, I wouldn't be surprised if, if like baggage handling machines were just like the random factory from an Acme cartoon, like from a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> It's also so steamy in there. Am I am I remembering that right? I just no, remember you just remembering that right. Yeah. So much steam. Like, why? Wh- what is? Is it coal powered? How is no, this? Steamy. They they filmed that in um in Denver uh, at the Denver uh, airport in Colorado, and that has an underground baggage uh, area that, like that most airports wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And it's very hot down there. So like they probably of course did add smoke, but yeah, that's that's just how it is at like that one particular airport. Oh. Man, we're getting the deep cuts here. Those seem like horrible working conditions, by the way. Like, oh, yeah. It's just probably real bad every day. Baggage handlers are not paid well. They're like paid like a dollar. Yeah, that's that's not true. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they are referred to as throwers. So yeah, it's also part of Pete's job to know the last fifty years of history of baggage handling rules. So Pete is. Pete is excellent at handling his baggage. All it the is time. well expert. Two handed when it drops a, little, a couple extra inches, that becomes got, a little harder. Are we going to? That's because you're 40 now. Well, you gotta have, you gotta have some a little bit more expertise. You know what I is mean? It, like you know, is it takes this a little the, bit more to throw that bag around. I get it. Yep. This Danny is probably where Peter talks about having to lower the water in the toilets. I mean, yeah. You, sometimes you got to do that. <laughs> That's normal, isn't it? Like. At 30 and at 40, and then again at like 60. Eventually, it's just a gulch in there. Oh man, you really got to flush before you, you've got to get up before you flush. Otherwise, you might encounter some problems. This is great in chat, by the way. Kim L coming and saying, Imagine the same movie, but with cars in a gas station instead of planes in an airport. And it's just a bunch of cars circling around a Tesoro. Wait, like the movie Cars? Because I'm kind of into that. I would no, you cannot get me started on cars, Danny. You know I do not stop. It is the most disturbing. No, I'm not even. Yeah, there's a lot of questions me. for cars. I mean, John, you've sent me some of the stuff. I've found yeah. none of it disturbing. <laughs> yeah, all of it makes perfect all sense. Videos were kind of sexy, but most of how, them really disturbing. <laughs> how do you um how do you crucify a car? That's the number one question I have from watching the Cars movies. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, are they are they Christians? They have a Pope mobile, which implies a car Jesus, which means that a car was crucified for, uh, I don't know, an extended warranty. I don't know how that would translate. Then you know better than I do. There's also a a, a car uh, queen. Uh, therefore, I mean, must have received her divine right from God. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of elements. Uh, also, that, there's that... World War Two. So yeah, no, Michael Caine's there too. In the movie Planes, which is set in the Cars universe, or universe, there's World universe. War II references. Yeah, I see. Which... Like, I don't see any problems with anything you're saying. 
What do you think happened? In... No, I'm not going there. No, All right, no, let's like, move I on. Have so many things that would just not only get us demonetized, but removed from the platform entirely. And well, maybe fired. Um, no, what else we got? Fired. What's that? I mean, let's not talk about car holocaust. Oh, okay. Let's so move on to something else. About the scene where the gun comes to him on the on the on the walkway. I thought I thought that scene was. Uh, I'm gonna kick I'm you fucking ass. Your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. Are you, are you referring to how quickly the gun moves down the walkway towards Bruce Willis? Yeah, I like I told John during the scene. It's obviously an homage to Star Wars. Well, that's an interesting one. Yeah, explain further. Yeah, as I'm stealing John's idea, um, <laughs> uh, John McClane is is pretending to be uh, Luke Skywalker stuck in the top of the of the Wampa Den. That's what those things are called, right? The white things on Hoth. The Wampa, yeah, that's Wampa. Uh, and he re- he's reaching for the lightsaber and he pulls it to his hand with the force. But here, McClane uses his ingenuity and uh, you know back gun taping skills to hit the the button with a lead pipe and then have his gun come to his hand yeah pretty sick pokes at it. and then he just shoots that guy so many times yeah that's yeah. great um <laughs> reading it's I'm, I'm so quoting. slow like the the machine pulling the gun to his hand takes such a long freaking time and the guy knows what he's doing you can see the gun traveling down the way and he's and on like, the same walkway all he has to do is go a little faster He's very uh, arrogant about his skill set, though. He's like, yeah, this guy. Oh, what about the recurring uh, theme when the reporter goes up to the, the military guy and he's like, do you have any words? And he's like, yeah, two, fucking you. <laughs> oh, that was funny. And that's how they find out who the bad guy is, because when the same reporter asked John McClane, he says he has two words fucking off. And he's like, oh, that's what this guy said. And he's like, what did you say? That's the only reason they find out who the bad guy is. Unbelievable. Hmm. Fantastic. Um, I will say here, reading from an original 1990 review of Die Hard 2 by Roger Ebert. Go ahead. Oh, Ebert. Uh, he says, because Die Hard 2 is so skillfully constructed and well directed, right. yep. it develops a momentum that carries it past several credibility gaps that might have capsized a lesser film. Uh, for example, how about the scene where the tower informs the circling airplanes that they'll be out of radio contact for a couple of hours and the jets should just keep on circling? Why can't these planes simply establish radio contact with other ground transmitters and be diverted to alternative airports? God so even in 1990, <laughs> they were aware of the issues that they had. Uh, even in 1990, they weren't as completely blind as a very young Val Heffelfinger watching this with wide eyes. There's a scene when they're taking everything over and one of the guys is like, we have to use VHS, um, but it'll probably be okay. Like as if VHS radio communications is UHF? the fuck. No, they, I'm pretty sure they say VHF because. Uh, oh, VHF. Do, yeah. Um, as if it's like stone age technology um, and VHF radio waves have like a 500 mile radius. Like they can, like it's we used to use them as backups continually like until the 90s so it was you know there's also dumb it, stuff. It, is that the is, is it I'm, I'm just remembering uh the, is that is that the guy in the basement that he runs into that he gets the jacket from yeah yeah and then he goes just like iwo jima <laughs> so he's a world war ii vet which is also kind of awesome uh which you could have these days he'd be a very old man baby dad but um, well, no, uh, so it'd be 
like 18 and 1945. That was only 80 years. So you'd be like 102. Yeah. No, World War, II better, better. World War II vets are very, very old now. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I, I've just put together that he was a World War II vet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, this movie also uh, was the first movie to ever have a, um, a, a digital computer generated uh, mashup of a map painting and a live action shot. Uh, at the end, when the, the the camera pulls back after they get everyone off the plane. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a beautiful shot. Yeah, it is a composite map painting or a composite of a map painting with live action footage. Hey, John, is it the first movie to incorporate a naked Tai Chi scene? <laughs> <laughs> Done a lot of research on this, Danny. No. Yeah. No, it is not. No. Wow. Okay. Dickie's done more research. We'll see you later. Uh, actually, hold on. The, yeah. I, the the nuance of what that was the first of, I think, might be must be different because, like, Star Wars used matte paintings with with live action in front of them. Did they? Like, use that's a, what. A, that's what a matte combine the two together, or did they splice? Oh, be in camera. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Fair point. Yeah, yeah. it's all perspective and and slides. But yeah, mm-hmm. this one's the first one here. Got it. Um, yeah. Uh, so in Die Hard 2, considerably bigger body count than the first Die Hard based on the fact that an entire 747 explodes. Yeah, that's, that's true. That was a bummer. Yeah. Bummer. Um, what do we think of the the plot and the motivations? Uh, in the Die Hard 2, the idea is the William Sadler guy is trying to get um, a dictator, a warlord, General Ramon Esperanza. Esperanza. Who's accused of using American money to buy guns, which seems like a bizarre thing to seem as a bad thing. Um, and he was, they have to rescue him before he's extradited. Mm-hmm. Is this an appropriate threat for John McClane uh, after beating some bank robbers? I think, I think it's, yeah, I think that's perfectly par for the, that's perfectly cromulent option for him to be uh, lending his, his, his resources too, but really, I mean, what it is is the fact that his wife is trapped in the sky. I mean, that's that's what this it's it, it matters not what criminals between him and his perhaps still estranged wife at this time. Um, mm-hmm. it, just, no, they're, it they're, just matters that they are in the way they're happy together. It's been two years since the first Die Hard when they were having problems, okay. Uh, and yeah, they're they're simply at the in laws for Christmas, uh, who are in the DC area. Um, and then Chet, very upset, by the way, that uh, John McClane beat all of the guys who were supposed to be Green Berets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. what are we thoughts on? So one of my favorite things in the gun is, uh, is the, the the ammo, the like the duct tape marked ammo packs for the guns. Val, as a young child mm-hmm. in the forgotten wastelands of Canada, watching this on a Betamax cassette. through Third largest window. metropolitan area in, in North America, but it's cool. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, watching course. it on a Betamax cassette through the window of a neighbor. We uh, didn't do Betamax. We were smarter word. than that. Uh, what was your thoughts? Uh, did you spot the, the twist coming where, where the good guys were actually bad guys? Or, the shooting bikes up there! Um, <laughs> no, I can't say I saw the twist coming. Uh, uh, but uh, I also can't tell you a time in my life where I, I'm aware of not knowing this movie in ex- in exquisite detail uh and not just being uh, as we've already learned following every plot twist as if uh they were lightning bolts from a clear sky and uh and yes like i i was hook line and sicker sunker but whatever but also like i just think like like firing off an entire clip of blanks in a like uh like a small 
room, like a control tower. Like all those people's ears would be bleeding. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in retrospect, like it's a very loud thing to do. Um, yeah, Brent- Yep, Brandon Lee is like, we should do that shit on the crow immediately. Oh. Draw the line at Lee. That's it. That's uh, so, You'll have many lines, but I've managed to cross what I think is the only one that you have. It's the only one is, I've, ever, I've ever brought which up. Which is crow star Brandon Lee, which... Yep. Uh, it might. If you want to, if you like, if you want to talk about cars having sex <laughs> or the Holocaust involving airplanes, okay. Brandon, Lee, I'm going to add that to table. my almanac of Falcon facts. You know, it was actually just helicopters. The name of Brandon Lee. Yeah. Um, oh well. The plus side chat agrees with you and says that's messed up. But <laughs> guys, it's been like 30 years. Didn't he do what was that uh, Bruce Lee movie that he did before he did The Crow? The dragon was it uh, the dragon was it was that i forgot it <laughs> Love that movie. i would say but i don't want to cross any lines yeah that makes Continue. sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay what <laughs> Go on. what's even we happening made... right now what <laughs> is that hand, what is the hand gesture what, is that, show what now. is that about dismissive Continue. Continue. is that an italian thing it Maybe. is it's i'm not even italian. italian i wouldn't know uh, I have a sun clip that says otherwise. Except my board doesn't want to work. Uh, Look, so I've we'll made several assumptions that are predicated on that. And so oh, yeah. I do have an Italian last name. My father was adopted. Bam. Oh, <laughs> interesting. What, what what assumptions did you make thinking that he was Italian? Look, I don't want to talk about it anymore. They're very racist. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I like this song, yeah. If you've ever watched Auntie Donna, basically all of the things that they talk about. Mm-hmm. Which are still true. I'm just not yeah. down. I just uh, uh, is incredibly matted and thick everywhere hair. Um, yeah. just, I mean, right. I, mean, I just made the assumption. Yeah, look at how hairy you like. It's very, very, very dark. Uh, I am, yeah. And as I get older, I get hairier everywhere. Like I'm yeah. not losing it. I uh, I went I went for a haircut on the weekend, and the barber, without asking, started uh, shaving my ears, and yep. I was like, oh, geez, that's that's feel, buddy. Yes. Well, I do come from a lineage of uh, tremendous ear hair. Uh, my oh, okay. <laughs> my grandfather's ear hair could be braided. He was hard of hearing, but I think it was just he needed to trim his ear hair. It was ear ridiculous. Hair, right? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also the oldest man who ever existed, as far as I'm concerned. It's just life, you know? Like, at 30, your balls drop a second time. <sighs> they drop a third time, and then your, your hair starts growing in your ears. You get one weird hair. long one on your back, uh, and you ask people to look at it. And you're like, is there a mole there? And they'll they'll never tell you yes, but no, you're no. pretty sure. But they will right judge your you. face. You know, that's what I've experienced, Pete. Yeah. What was They're going to judge you for using a scrotal blanket. Uh, just kind of <laughs> wrapping that buddy up. Do you think the guy in the naked Tai Chi scene had like a cock sock on? I was actually thinking about that. This is before, yeah. you know, like I they was... had, had like procedures Number on one. set for like, uh, you know, what do they call that? They call them like, oh. Yeah, there's a cock sock with like 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 privacy tube or something. I don't yeah, know. There's yeah, a term sure. for it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I this long never before thought that. about that outside of when someone brings it up in my life. It probably he probably was just forced to stand there naked for 14 hours a day well, for like okay, a week so and a half. Thing that that, <clears throat> that bothers me about it just slightly, and uh, I think Dicky pointed this out, and he's 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. Can't see his balls. You can't see. Oh, his they're balls. up. There. They're cold. probably up there. They must Very be cold in there. Tight. They might, they might be up there. 
It must or be they're in the tube. That's what I'm saying. Or they're in the privacy tube. Privacy tube. <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> he is a very green sock that they just put over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the green the green sock. Green screen sock. You can get uh, it on Amazon. They they say here Mark Murphy saying it's a hog hider, uh, as I mm. believe the technical <laughs> term. Although damn voting people did nail what I was trying to think of, which is intimacy coordinators. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have existed back then, but I'm sure. No. Like, I love an intimacy coordinator. I think that's just such the best idea that we've ever come up with. Man, have you could you imagine applying yourself to that, Pete? How no. how mad would my wife be if for Christmas I got her a consultation appointment with an intimacy coordinator? And I'm like, I think it's really important that we we know what is it is acceptable. Well, it's been real, dude. Uh, have you have you been inadvertently injured a few times? Uh, <laughs> so you, need, you need someone to 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 help out with that. To, to uh, yeah, I'm okay. Kind of split, but not in the place that you would think. <laughs> it is. It's after the third drop. Uh, <laughs> it's a callback. Uh, uh, thanks for for buying time while everything loaded up. Um, just like you won't. Oh, I screwed it up. Just like you won't. This, this on screen here, real quick. There we go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he was ripped. He yeah, was ripped. no balls again. It's... Right. Yeah, his he... testicles should be well in shot there. Yeah, maybe no, that. I... Maybe maybe actually they didn't publish it, but this was the first digital mat uh, that they ever did. Mm-hmm. The just, legs are a his, digital mat. His testicles just, are like matted out somehow. But could have they also just been like, could he have been doing the helicopter and they just like edited out every third in, like scene? Like, but like, yeah. look how precise the camera work is in this shot. Like, because exactly. you have you have like the the mirror showing the front of him, but not the top cock. And, and so you said the top cock. The the root. There's no root here. <laughs> All stem. <laughs> Also, like, like the cinematography. Did this win an Oscar for that? Um, the root. Jeez. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like, look at him. He's just he's he's just living like life. Like it's like it's great that he got this on camera so perfectly. Look at that butt. Yeah, something to show the kids. You know, I've I've never nor ever will like look this sharp doing Tai Chi and no, also can we shout out the furniture in this scene, this hotel room in general? Like, look at that plush. Like probably like pinkish carpet, uh, the the beigey everything. Everything's a round edge. Like there's everything not a there's, flesh colored. There's, there's not there's not a a like a square edge in this entire uh, decorate de- entire hotel room. It's it's this Some is really reminding me. You know, that carpet is really plush for. I mean, time. if if I walked into a carpet and took my shoes off and my toes curled into that, I would want to get naked and do some tai chi immediately. I would not. I would want to take my toes right out of any hotel carpet that I can curl them into <laughs> and immediately go put on shoes. <laughs> uh, Mark such Murphy an American. Asking real quick if he has two purses on the chair. Um, I'm not American enough to know those are guns, so yeah, those <laughs> are two purses. <laughs> Actually, that's a technical term, John. Uh, it's a purse. I would also... I would also like to point out that there is no like clothing anywhere, which means that he walked in to do his Tai Chi completely naked, wearing his gun holster, uh, which I like. Maybe they maybe they shot some takes of this with him wearing his guns. That would have been oh, that would have been, been added an element. Yeah, 
what you don't actually see like this is a composite shot the mirror over here that's one shot uh you don't see the, the actual william sadler he's holding his balls and shaft uh, with his <laughs> right hand <laughs> there's actually there's actually a guy in one of those green suits just holding his dick and balls <laughs> And after that job, Pete was like, you know, I don't want to do this for life, but air traffic control seems neat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So tell oh, me more about how you took over the air traffic control thing, because I'm interested in that kind of work. Oh, yeah. Tell us the, the, the technical aspect of taking over a church, murdering an old man, mm -hmm. and just setting up shop. Yeah. Um, so it'd be pretty difficult because they would have to take over all of the frequencies in the tower without anybody noticing. Um, like, sh shut down the two backup generators they probably have at Dulles. Um, they would have like, to... Meanwhile, in a country enemy uh, that are enemies with the United States, go on, yes, okay. There's just a lot that's going on there. Like, I think at one point he remotely adjusts the ILS to make it so that um, yeah. the plane thinks that it, it's going to be 200 feet too high or 200 feet too low. Mm -hmm. um, that's why it crashes. Um, not, like, just not even possible to do it that way um they would have had to have like been at the island but how could you do it how might you do it instead Peter? i mean like hornets can do that but it but it gets noticed pretty quick mm -hmm. um also they the plane wouldn't have given off all the warnings that it did um when it was wrong i think at one point it starts like g giving it um uh, crash warnings uh which is just it wouldn't think there was anything to crash into um if because it, it was 200 lower properly oh. yeah mm -hmm. Full mm -hmm. um, of something explosive, right? That plane just exploded into a lot of fire, which is very unlikely. Yeah. This so I so this here's a great irony of 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 like me falling for every other suspension of disbelief, and I have to lump my father into this bracket because I distinctly remember him talking about how like shit fuel doesn't burn like that. No, it doesn't. Like it long be before September 11th. Was your but, dad like, George Bush? Exactly. Uh, um, no, especially at the end when he like throws the the lighter casually oh, yeah. into it, and then spectacular explosion. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. That could inside happen. the fuselage, it a hundred percent could burn like that. But once it's escaped, um, jet one A fuel, which is what a seven forty seven would have used back then, doesn't burn without like you doing shit to it. You can't just throw a lighter on it. Yeah. Also, looking up here, uh, Dulles has four aircraft control towers. Is it possible to reroute four different towers to one small church? Uh, like, you can probably suspend disbelief and be like, if they took a long time prepping um, and took over the frequencies and shut down like all the backup generators um, and did it in such a way that something got no tammed out to center to say, hey, this airport's going to go down for half an hour. Um <laughs> yes maybe but then once that NOTAM went out all those airplanes would have just been told hey you can't land there for the next 30 minutes and they would have gone to other airports you all right? We're out. So, I just have to comment that for some reason Jill Atkins just like from from five minutes ago is like it's taped they can't show ball sack without an X rating I guess <laughs> yeah moron <laughs> idiot but it has been like why why couldn't why couldn't they why yeah. couldn't they show his balls oh of course guys <laughs> Final thoughts. 
on on Die Hard Two. It's been an amazing fifty minutes we've been talking about this so far. About the naked um, about, and we got as far <laughs> as uh, Bill Sadler's naked ball sack missing. I do I do want to ask just one question because this kind of did did does anyone else have a problem or like at least think of uh, having your uh, throat graphically slit every time you're offered juicy fruit? Oh well, no, it was Spearman. It was Wrigley Spearman. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah. Now I do. Thanks. You don't know. You don't. What? You guys watched this movie recently? Did, did they know yeah, how? Yeah, he slits, I didn't see what kind of gum it was. He just slits the guy's throat, though, right? Like he offers him. He offers him. It's like I think it's the white and white and green. I think it's Wrigley Spearman. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Wrigley's. Yeah. That would have been much messier than they did, unless that guy was just had like no blood whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a second. You know, because I cut away pretty fast. Although, <laughs> actually, you know, um, juicy fruit. He'd have the full flavor of the gum. It's not a bad way to go. Fire in the time that he had his throat slashed. <laughs> not a bad way to go. <laughs> By the yeah, time the funeral comes he around, lost still fresh out, for sure. <laughs> Got his money's worth out of that stick. Yeah. Okay. Lasted it was originally life. a black and dater, black and decker reciprocal saw. <laughs> 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 Oh, beautiful. He cut a guy's dick off, and Black and Decker was like real upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> they cut off that scene and just had him do it. Look, you wanted the product. You said you wanted the product placement back in the movie. <laughs> we just how sharp it was. <laughs> we put it in. What do you want? We had this tight tea scene we couldn't explain. So we were just like, let's just. I feel like there's a. With an, an awful accident with the prototype Black and Decker. I feel like there's a real opportunity. All the time. I feel like there's a real opportunity to just. Because no one else knows that fact. I don't know where that fact even came from, but there's a real opportunity to just take this movie and just Photoshop slash uh, slash After Effects in Black & Decker appliances into every scene. <laughs> Instead of planes, Full movie. Full movie. Instead of planes, it's high-quality reciprocal sauce yeah. that are flying <laughs> Man, what yeah. this table? Oh, it was Black & Decker saw. Man, it is oh, a smooth cut. See how easy that is? Like, just get that in there. I do love in the movie how many people just walk into the airport control tower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. there's no like scenes of them breaking security or anything. They just like wander in, which has like never been a thing. Like, they, See, they all have had some, some form of locking. Oh, come on. Room. You told me that's how you got your job there. <laughs> yes, exactly. I just wandered in one day. Including the scene that blows my mind is the one where the airport manager walks in and talks to the guys and they all turn around and listen to him. That just <laughs> never happened. Literally none of us would give a shit about an airport manager. Like if there were no planes in the air, maybe I would turn around and be like, Hey dude, how are you doing? Who person who doesn't work with me at all? Cause you're part of a private organization. Um, but the fact that all of the controllers are like, Oh man, let me listen to him instead of paying attention to my radar. is like, Turn this my crazy favorite, incident. My favorite part of that is when Bruce Willis and the reporter are kicked out and they go down in the elevator. Um, and then the cops at the bottom would be like, Where'd the other guy go? He's like, Oh, he had to leave. And the cops were okay with that answer. Yeah. And did yeah. no following up whatsoever. Yeah, they go. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get paid enough for this. Uh, <laughs> Danny, closing thoughts on Die Hard 2, Die Harder, or Poo Hard 2, Poo Harder. Poo Hard 2, Poo Harder. Terrible. No, no, really? Come on. That was not a good movie. Like, it was fun, maybe. I would give it that. It was a. Well, it's gone. I was out of here. (laughs) 
Well, I guess you can catch Val on Tuesday morning. We're based. Maybe no, you're back. They, they already did their show. All they right. did. They did oh. an emergency show. Emergency show. The emergency uh, old world show. Pete, final thoughts on Die Hard Two. Die Harder. Fourth best Christmas movie ever made. Oh, but a Christmas movie. Interesting. It After is. Avatar. After Avatar. Number okay. one. Always. Right. Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Number two. Oh, next right. year. Yeah. Um, just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart. That's and, a good one. Um, and The Muppet Christmas Carol. That's, that's your. That, that's was, your, that was a good movie. Yeah. It's killer. So it's what makes that movie? That's fifth. It's uh, Michael Caine just utterly being like, no, I'm going to play this like all of you fuckers are real people. And that <laughs> yeah. makes it an amazing movie. There's that oh. meme where it's like the Michael Caine and um, what's his face? Tim. Um, Oh fuck! The, Roth, the Allen, not Tim Allen. Timothy uh, Allen, Curry, Tim Curry, yes, Timothy uh, Curry. Like uh, like how they both handled Muppet movies, and like there's one of them. Just, it's like Michael Caine pre- uh, pretended the Muppets were real Shakespearean actors, and Tim Burton or Tim Curry pretended that he was a Muppet, and then both of them just worked amazing. This yeah. is how it should be. Yeah, there's a lot absolutely. of ways you can go with it, you know. Yeah, and uh, now we just get shitty Disney Plus TV series that are. It was it was tragic. really bad that Muppet TV show. I'm glad they canceled it. I'm so bad. Um, and on that note about the Muppets, we're going to close the chapter on Die Hard to Die Harder, uh, and mm-hmm. we're going to go uh, quickly into a very special edition of Whose Grunt Is It Anyway? Buckle up. Can we cover Just Friends next year? Oh. It's like Peter's on the screen. It's just a thing. No big deal. He stopped, Blair. He stopped, Blair. (laughs) What's happening right now? Oh, beautiful. Uh, So it's the ultimate battle of porn buffs versus gaming geeks to guess that grunt. We're going to get ready for Whose Grunt Is It Anyway? It's a fast-paced game show where contestants hear intense grunting sounds and have to identify if they came from an adult movie or in an intense moment on a streamed Warhammer 40,000 game. Yep. Um, Our players will need to determine if it's a high-pitched scream or an unfortunate cream. Can our panel tell the difference between Ron Jeremy blowing a load from Jeremy Atkinson blowing a lead? Uh, Stay tuned to see who can name the grunt. As you beg us to stop playing, whose grunt is it anyway? Uh, no, it's yeah. a great, great. This game. is a very consensual game, John. I don't know what you're talking about. So, for uh, us, yeah, yeah. You guys notice there's four players on the on the screen. So you are going to be in mm-hmm. teams of two. I feel oh. like, oh, okay. I feel like yeah. I'm about to get canceled. Yeah, I feel yeah. I feel like. Are we doing mob rules versus stat center, which would be the narrative yeah, teams? Or are we doing it how you've uh, lined oh, it up? Oh yeah, right no, now? I didn't even think about yeah, that. Do you guys want to yeah. do yeah. that? Yeah, yeah this makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. That'll that'll really screw up my scoring. Uh, yeah, let's not do that. I, I don't want to. Uh, no, no, I'll take Danny. I'll take Danny. Okay, I'll yeah, take Danny. Oh, 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 we got graphics. Yeah, yeah. You got what font is that? Whoa! Can we? Yeah, can we? Can we put them on the same level? I think they're on the same level. It's just the TVs are fucking everything up. But I would say no, no. The TVs are. You just made it. You just literally made it the exact same. <laughs> yeah. Is this is this courier right new? up? Right one up. What, what kind of organization are you guys fucking running that you're using like courier <laughs> new fucking font? Whoa! It's a Christmas show. Dicky has some... never Dicky has never come across a first option that he hasn't picked. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was going to say something, and then I didn't. Wow. I like that is a lot. maybe the meanest thing you I've ever heard you say about anybody. I remind everyone that when I'm murdered, it's it's probably him. <laughs> and I just it's almost like if he is an XCFL player. You're making it seem like, you know, when you're like, hey, we're going to leave the network, FLGN, mostly gone. We're going to go out on our own. Dickie, which show do you want to go for? Um, And when you just listed us first, he was like, yeah, that one. (laughs) That was a strategy, John. How come one of the zeros is centered and the other one isn't? Because I know I said this. It's just. It's That's an interesting take. There you go. Yep. I like that. Okay. Okay, yeah, I like it. Good I one. I don't like being associated with Zero, but okay. Both of you guys face. suck. By, this is the worst Christmas <laughs> show ever. Can you put it on my face? Yeah. Uh, All right. So, Peter, since you're new to the show, uh, we're going to have a tester. All right? Wow. Okay. And, stop uh, licking the O, listen. Stop licking the O. Getting He's getting into it, guys. Yeah, right. he, had, yeah. he understands let him, let him the tone. Let him have okay. his time. Okay, <clears> guys, this is just for Peter. Okay? Okay. Peter, okay. listen up. Yeah, Pete, listen to this. I'm going to mute you guys so I can hear. Collating that. Ah. Okay, I can't mute just one person. Okay, what's going on? Ah. I think he missed it. Is that a porno or 40K? It's a Muppet. It was not an option. Not an option. I don't get the the rules. What's going on here? (laughs) I won Danny back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, make the sound again. Okay. Is that a porno or 40k? That's a 40k player. 40k player? Yeah. I, I wanted to elongate it in order for you to get the full breadth of this game. So here it is. Oh, fuck your dice. 40, 40k player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I a, a bonus. A bonus point is when we can actually name the 40k name player. The player. But right. you're, you're, so like, oh, we'll, we'll see. What if I can name the porn star? Uh, that would be <laughs> triple, triple also point, also yeah. also bonus yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. if I can name the tennis player? Why don't you guys have tennis players to this? That would just make yeah, it. That would be a better. real smart idea. It would uh, not ruin me team. having to do porno recordings all afternoon. So thank you. For that. you no, no, we would just do tennis or porn. We would game. get rid of the phone. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, Pete, since you did so great, uh, we're gonna let. Uh, Why wasn't that a point? Well, that was that a was practice. That's fucking bullshit. We know that you, you know, probably don't watch porn all day and rarely play 40k. So we want to make sure that you've heard these sounds before. Can yeah. an air traffic controller work from home? Um. Yeah. Uh, so Those guys work. No, from not church, yet. But technically, so. yes. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Number one, I believe uh, we'll do Val and Danny here taking yep. taking the first one. Mm-hmm. Sound like a large room. That sound like a large room. Get it one more time. That's what she said. I did uh, uh, change the guy's voice in order for him Mm -hmm. not to be uh, known. Danny, what are you feeling? So to me, uh, it sounds like pornography, Val. Mm. This guy. Mm. What do you think? The Italian racism. It's a me. Just. I see how this is. You going for okay? Um, I'd let, I mean, I feel I'm feeling a little bit of reverb there, which suggests well, yeah, like yeah. you wouldn't hear that in a 40k room because there's too many people. You just hear noise. That's a fair point. That's a fair none. point. 
or not. It does sound, not to jump in you guys there, like a a mansion in Hollywood that someone is going to throw I'll go with Danny's instinct on this. I'll go with Danny's instinct on this. Well, I'm going to have to give you a point. That was right. There it is. On the board. I, I need uh, I need John's uh, happy go lucky music. This is a Johnny Sin situation. All right. Great, you won. Hell yeah. Victory music. Wait, that was it? There's one question. I get it. Sorry, we <laughs> not gonna get to turn five. Time to wrap it up and score it as it is. <laughs> oh, this is a great okay. All right, I have the right sound effect now. John John and uh, Peter, this is your sound. Ladies first. <laughs> that has to be 40k because you said ladies first, and you're putting that up as like a misdirect because women don't play 40k, but they do, Dicky. But Pete, well, ladies no, first. it's 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 40k. That was yeah. like Adam. It's Colin McDade. Final answer. It's 40k. Yeah. It's one of the dickheads, and it's 40k. Yeah. Adam or Colin McDade, basically the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no list, but we, we can start there. I guess. Texas already hates me. Unfortunately, you have no points. That was porno, gentlemen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm very low to upset otherwise. I think I have one. I think I have one. No! Yeah. <laughs> well, now go. we know the next one's going to be 40K. <laughs> Dickie wouldn't do three pornos in a row. That's just dumb. Yeah, I, this is definitely the button I was looking for. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I'm going with the okay. first sound, though. All right. So. I can't believe we got like gypped out of a question right away. Yeah. Oh. Hey, 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 hey. Please, Romud. You got Romud out of a question, Pete. Mm -hmm. I see how it is. So Danny, one one. Val, this is your this is your sound. That was pretty long. That's fucking Seth Oster. <laughs> Pete, not well, yours. Oh shit, sorry. Shit. Well, that's <laughs> Joe. Bonus point, we stole it. If he named, if that's who it is, and that's who it is, I'm, I'll give him the point. Oh, like, that's that's gentlemanly. That seems fair. It's uh, it's so I do think it's forty k though. One more, one more. We'll give us our two. That that's, 40, that's 40k. That's some old man groaning about his back for sure. Yeah, that's 40k. It's not, it's not Seth Astor, probably not. But you can do a right sound because that was 40k. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Seth Oster? laughs> that, that was, uh, my, my note for that was Joe sitting down. Joe sitting I down. I have facilitated mm. this game often enough for you, Dickie, to know when Joe sits it, down it, with it, slight <laughs> reverb. <laughs> this is this game is definitely more. Is it Joe sitting down or porn? That is <laughs> what this game is. It is actually, unfortunately. <laughs> I feel bad, I feel bad uh, now that I'm thinking of it. <laughs> uh, All right. Let's go. Now, Peter's looking real serious here. Okay, Pete and John, here's your sound. So that's porn. You need it a second time. Yeah. Yes, please. Play the second time. That's Seth Oster, 100%. <laughs> okay. That's what he says to the bird no, before. Probably porn. That's porn? Let's go with porn. You can do a right sound. That was porn. No one that who's ever playing 
asked if anyone liked anything. I was going to say, yeah, no one has ever played on stream for 40k and enjoyed it. No. Damn it. No. Okay, Not no. even one person. No. Not even one. <clears throat> Art right. of War contractually obliged to appear happy for three hours a day, which is they why they never yeah, stream more than one. Just, like, yeah. if you watch videos of Jack Harpster uh, from, like, three years ago compared to now, you can tell when he started getting paid to be happy. Yeah, <laughs> and he's also he three years old. Happy on air. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, they're on the board. So Val, Danny, Feel the pressure up here. Yep. <gasps> oh, whoa! <laughs> Did Joe miss his chair? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Let me hear this one more time. <gasps> so. I feel like that's porn. I, I feel like it's 40k. You feel like it's 40k? Like, it does sound good sound quality. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just how do you know it's Nurgle porn, Matt. but it's good sound quality? Oh no. No, when it doesn't have good sound quality, I think it's probably porn. Okay. Less good than less good than 40k. Those players have got the mics right up to the thing, either you're hearing background noise. Hey, Danny, I'm I'm on board, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take you off your uh, your streak here. Let's go. Whoa. All right, yeah, we'll do 40k, Vicky. We can do a right sound. That was 40k. Yes. Oh, Vicky, now you have to Google mic'd up pornography. <laughs> I know. I knew, I knew. They're, they're, they're seen through it. Damn it. All right, John, okay. yeah. Peter, here is your sound. Coming within three inches of you. I'm moving within four inches of you. Within three inches of you. Definitely porn. Would you like it again? That's common. Shut up, Pete. Common, <laughs> common <laughs> porn direction. I'm moving within three inches of you. What are they going to do? Heroically intervene the penis? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there's one thing I know. Was that a witness of a crime? You do, have, you do have one more listen. Okay. Okay. Coming within three inches of you. Yeah, there's also crab, and I know the kind of porn Dickie looks at to get the sounds. Yeah, this is not, not this isn't Johnny Sins. This no. isn't Johnny Sins we're listening to here. Wow. No, it's probably 40k. Mark Murphy says pylon, but again, Mark Murphy, I don't think it's porn. I think it is 40k. Here, let me help you, Dickie. Yep, you're right. It All is right. 40k. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this game sucks now because you guys just the first one was the best, but we get all the hard ones on our side. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, I love it. I'm not used to being a contestant. I have a lot more fun when I can't lose. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> uh, is this the one? here? Let me see if this is the right one. Coming within three inches. Oh, that was the coming three inches of you one. It's forty k. This this gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen. This is your sound. That was Seth Oster. <laughs> Sitting on Joe. Sitting on Joe. Yeah, one more time. <laughs> oh. It's like a masticating sound. Yeah, that's Seth Oster for sure. Yeah, oh, I, and I, know, I know who's grown anywhere. That's definitely him. Val, what do you think? I mean, I guess maybe I just think everything is porn. 
but um, <laughs> I again, I, we're up, we're up three two here. I'm not, I'm not getting off this gravy train. Okay, that's what Seth said. So what are we saying? It's Seth. Okay, uh, it is not Seth, but it is. No! It is forty k. Did they get half points? You get no points. They went for it all. You went for it all? All right. Yeah, that's no, we're fine. For it. That's no points. We were no, 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 no. You know what? They knew it was 40K. They I don't knew it was 40K. <laughs> well, no, because they, spe- they didn't specify that it wasn't a porn starring Seth. They just yeah. said it was Seth. <laughs> all right, hold on a minute. If there is crossover between stream 40K and pornography, like, and we just guess the person, <laughs> that almost... you should just get the point. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> I'm honest. Yeah. That, that would point, be I don't want to play the game anymore. <laughs> Let's give the point, because Val's going to quit if we don't give him the point. I'm looking at Are him you now. Quit, Val, you don't get the point? Why would I quit? That's I'm, not, I'm not the big baby. Oh. big baby. When I killed Tamarkin in our game at his house, immediately that was the face he made, and then oh, we stopped playing no. fantasy. So I was tired. I was tired. He was just like, <laughs> no, he, he just straight, he just straight beat him up with a giant thunder lizard. It was sad. Yeah, All right, like, I'm So uh, I only have one more porn sound. So beautiful. I'm, I'm going to not give you the point for for uh, suspense. Yeah, let's okay. Tie this game okay. Up. So if they can tie it up, then it's a big deal. What, kind of, porn we, what kind of porn are we talking about here, guys? Let's Peter go. John, this is your sound. Enjoyed the lash of the spanking. That's Seth Oster. That's that's forty k. That's absolutely Seth Oster. That's absolutely Seth Oster yeah. at Warzone Atlanta. Yeah, Seth wanna, Lobster. Do you want to hear that one more time? Or Seth you... Lobster. Seth Lobster. Okay, try it again. Let me hear. Enjoyed the lash of the spanking. That's uh, Scary. Never mind. I was wrong. Scary at Atlanta? At, at, yeah. Famously attended. <laughs> I bet that's porn. I bet. I bet that's probably porn. If it's not porn, it's one of the most awkward 40 That you've ever is a 40K stream with someone making a funny joke. Oh, is it many more a minute long uncomfortable silence? Of Bloodstone. I did not. Yeah. The greatest <laughs> I Christmas movie I should, of all maybe time. Maybe I should next time. It'd probably be harder for you guys. It'd be nice to get. Yeah, it'd be nice if we got some Mikey sounds for sure. Like when he it, lost and his soul got crushed. Oh yeah. Mm. Those sounds. That's not. No. That's not fun. All right, guys, you're still on the clock. I'd have you know. So, are we saying this is 40k? 40k. Peter, are you on board with his decision? I thought it was tennis, so let's go with it. <laughs> uh, I need a whole bunch of fart sounds. You're incorrect. That was porn. Are you yeah. serious? I'm talking porn. about being whipped. Was it porn? Was, it wasn't, Seth. When did what? Seth start doing porn? Turns, it turns out Diggy didn't choose the first thing he found. Yeah. That is crazy. I have heard that exact saying on multiple top tables. <laughs> In fact, I heard that from Joe's most recent stream. How do yeah. we know that you're not cheating? Cite your sources, Dickie. How come uh, we're not at four? Uh, oh, no, because they lost. We didn't get a point. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. No, you win. Show us four, your only four two. Cite sources. You did it. Give us the he... triumphant sound. Yeah, give a triumphant sound. There you go, boys. Crushing. Next time Crushing bringing victory. tennis cars, I'll nail it. Merry Christmas. Beautiful. Hey, man, uh, I just wrote the coattails we... of victory. It's my basic life philosophy that's what i was trying to do with danny but then you took him from me 
Um, that <laughs> was another who's grunt is it anyway? Uh, uh, it's, Merry Christmas. Yeah, beautiful. It's much harder, much harder when you have to answer the questions instead of just asking them after someone else has already done the work. Not a fan of it. Happy holidays. Everybody, uh, please watch Just Friends with Amy Smart and Ryan Reynolds. It's a classic. Uh, Downvoting people says porn or tennis in the new year. Neither. My wife isn't a fan of me doing either of those. Um, pickleball it is. Pickle, pickleballs. But only if they're taped up high. Um, guys, Ooh. thank you everyone for joining us here in Grim After Dark today. You're going to find all of our socials and way to support us at GrimAfterDark.com. We are off next week for a small holiday called Christmas. But we're going to be back starting, and again, I couldn't remember this when I was writing it, so correct me when I'm wrong here, guys. But Tuesday, the 2nd of January at 10 p.m. Eastern-ish, um, in our new home on Tuesday nights, uh, we're, we're back where it started. We feel safe in thinking that Dice Check isn't going to come back into that time slot anymore. <laughs> so we can go back to like tactics. It was chapter tactics. Our original thing. Was it, though? Yeah, it was. It was supposed to be chapter. Chapter, chapter tactics, tactics was supposed oh. to record on Tuesdays. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll rebrand into chapter tactics uh, starting for the second of January, uh, at ten new, p.m. New Eastern. name of the show. It is uh, on the Tuesday night home. Uh, if you miss us next week, you're a fool. But check out our entire back catalog on YouTube. Um, leave comments, but please only t- leave us comments to tell us a good location for chicken in your city. Um, mm. I don't care about your opinion on the show. About us, about Warhammer. I just need to know where to buy uh, a chicken. Like an actual uh, chicken, though. Like not yeah, an like actual like chicken. A, a full yeah. chicken. Yeah. A live chicken. Live chicken. <laughs> you want get, chicken? I can get you a chicken. You want a chicken? They're too no expensive problem. to fly with, Val. And I need an emotional it's, support chicken. It is a little awkward in the Maritimes because of the Maritime <laughs> community, but like I'm sure I can find you one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Downfooting people. Grim after tactics. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you, that's which is the name of Danny's new series that, that we'll probably have coming up here in the new year. Uh, before we sign off, Pete, uh, any final words? I really Please feel no. like I need to throw up, but otherwise, thank you for having me on. Yeah, thanks for not throwing up during the show. We drank that grape juice and the cough syrup combined. It was a terrible decision. Wow. Yeah. Right. No, man, it was a great decision. I don't know. Well, what thank you. It got me. Yeah. Got me through the show. Got me through the show. We appreciate you uh, pushing through for this. And yep. like Pete says, check out um, Just Friends with Just uh, Friends. Amy Smart and Absolutely. Ryan Reynolds. Movie. Some fat shaming, uh, but you can get over it. I mean, spoilers. <laughs> They're not just friends. But it's it's great. Uh, then after that, check out, uh, which was the one where they switched? It was like Kate Winslet. Oh, uh, um, 13 going on 30? No, no, that was Jennifer Garner, uh, oh, which um, turns into Ben Affleck. Um, oh, the holiday is another wonderful oh, yes, the movie. Holiday. Check that one out. Uh, but remember, when your life feels like a never-ending siege, and you've just drank a bunch of grape juice and cough syrup, mm. uh, remember that it's always grim after dark. It's time to step into the grim darkness with nerds gather talking Warhammer madness. Grim after dark, the podcast with the host John, Danny, and Val, but they're not the most claiming to be experts, but it's all a facade. Talking about battles and dice rolls, they're all odd. Trying to sound cool with their Warhammer talk, but I'm here to expose. It's all just squawk, nerds, nerds everywhere I see talking Warhammer this, like it's a decree. But let me tell you, homie, it is all just a game in the real world, homie. 
we are not the same so put down the dice step out of the dog it's time to live life nerd make your own mark grim after dog the nerds playground talking war hammer this acting all profound but when i listen it's all just a bunch of noise i love roasting nerds and their stupid ass toys stupid ass toys i want to grab them put my hands around the neck squeeze squeeze war hammer squeeze until they can't breathe or breathe again <laughs> Tell a friend, I tell a friend, I'm out here roasting nerds. <laughs> <laughs>